Hallelujah. So many things going on right now, saints. Amen. In these last days. And there's a lot going on. It's just so, so, such incredible things. I mean, how, here, I got a question for you all. How does a building just fall down? <laughs> I want to know that. The building just fell down. Amen. And, and, the, and the rate is going up. Now it's, what, 150 people that they just don't know where they are? How does that happen? Amen. Just like suddenly. How's the Lord going to return? Suddenly. Amen. Hey, he said it like this, like a thief in the night. You just don't know when that's going to happen, when he coming. Amen. So we just got to stay ready, saints of God. Because these days that we in right now, whew, Lord have mercy. I was asking Elder Tola, he a building inspector. I said, Elder Tola, how do a building fall down? <laughs> Please tell me. You know, y'all know I like me some Florida, right? I'm leaving tomorrow to go to Florida, right? Amen. I like me some Florida. And the building falls down. Think about when I was in that dust in Florida, way up at the penthouse and Man, on the balcony watching the dolphins. I said, that building just failed. Then I started praising God. Amen. That's why we're in there screaming and hollering, thank you, Jesus. Amen. He watches over us. Well, Sister, Sister Zelda read the scripture where it said, be not afraid. Don't be afraid. That's, that's the only reason I'm not afraid. Because the Lord, is, I know he's with us. He lives inside of us. The living word in us. Amen. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Amen. <laughs> last week we talked about, uh, last week was Father's Day, right? We had an awesome time in the Lord, didn't we? Thank you, Jesus. Talked about the importance of the father-son relationship. Amen. Isn't that an important relationship? The relationship was fashioned right in heaven. <laughs> it was the father and the son <laughs> and the two are one <laughs> oh thank you Jesus that's just a, a super important relationship Jesus said I and my father are one because <laughs> Jesus is the word of God he's, I am the living he's the living word right and then we got the father amen God is a spirit who came here <laughs> on earth and dwelt among us. Amen. That's how we got to live, saints of God. Just like Jesus said, I, I and my Father are one. We have to live in oneness with the Father. Amen. He's the door. Amen. Jesus is the door to the Father. Say amen to that. <laughs> so the Bible tells us, I read the scripture last week, to honor our Father and our mother, both of them, amen. And that's the commandment that comes with a promise, right? I mean, we got 10 commandments, thou shall not do this, thou shall not do that. Thou, and then we got one that says, honor thy father and mother, and that's the first commandment with a promise. What's the promise? What's the promise that come with that? Let's look at that real quick. Turn in your Bibles to Ephesians chapter six. We're going to look at what this promise is. Because that commandment, 
That's one of the Ten Commandments, right? And that comes with a promise. Amen. Ephesians 6, look at verse 2. It says, Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. So again, this is the first commandment with the promise. What is the promise? Look at verse 3. The promise is, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. That it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. That's the promise. <laughs> See, if you honor your father and your mother, the promise is God can't lie when he promised you things. Say amen to that. You're going to live long on this earth. <laughs> That's what the promise is. Amen. And what else going to happen? It may be well with thee. Things are going to work out for you. And you're going to live a long time. Amen. That's the promise. Oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. That's an awesome promise. If you honor your father and mother, things are going to go well with you. And you're going to live long on the earth. God revealed a major problem to me when I was reading that. Because we see many of our youth are not living long. <clears throat> what does that tell us? <laughs> Amen. There's no honor. And y'all see it. Come on now. These kids want to curse. They want to rebel. Huh? And y'all know when we were growing up, no disrespect to this culture. <laughs> but when we was growing up, we didn't curse in front of adults. What? Man, by somebody else's parent, not yours. Then when you get home, your parent going to deal with you. We didn't do this mess. These kids go to age 20 and 18, and they, they don't even know how. They think that's the end of life. That's in the cycle. <laughs> I'm trying to give y'all a piece of meat. I'm trying to show it to you. There's no honor. Huh? We're not honoring our father and our mother. Amen. In the earth. And then, less known, the heavenly father. <laughs> no honor. Amen. <laughs> this place should be full right now. Standing room only all out in the back. I should be in that other room. Huh? Why? Why isn't it like that? There's no honor. Go do what? <laughs> the father, God is the father. <laughs> but see, he tries to set up earthly illustrations of heavenly truths so we can get how it looks in heaven. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We got so much civil unrest and murder. Amen. There's just no honor, saints of God. He showed me the reason for the pandemic, and I ain't talking about no corona either. You know what I'm saying? All this civil unrest, all this mess we got going on. Hallelujah, Lord. We got to fix this, saints of God. We got to restore, uh, restore honor back in families. Amen? Amen. <laughs> and to God. Amen. Amen. That's what has to, that's what we're working on, men of God. That's what we're working on. We got to restore honor. Amen. And if we got to take one at a time to do it, then we need to take one at a time, but we need to get it back. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. See, Jesus is all about family, One oneness. Amen. Oneness with the Father. Again, Jesus says, I and the Father are one. I and my Father are one. And I used to have this saying, and I still have it. Lord, you're in me, and I'm in you. And that's everything. 
Please hear me. <laughs> when you're in Christ and he's in you, that's everything, saints of God. That's how you get born again. Amen. And Jesus said, you must be born again. You must be. There ain't no way around that. <laughs> See, at, okay, let me give you, here you go. At first, to live legally on the earth, your father and mother can't come together, right? And they create you. <laughs> Amen. You, you, you come out of that togetherness of them. <laughs> and then you enter earth through your mother's birth canal. Amen. But it took two of them to make that happen. Amen. So you come through your mother's birth canal. She gives birth to you. Now you have life. Amen. You're here. You got life. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Some call that being born of water because you're in that sack all that time. Amen. Then, you, then the water bag, bag breaks. Here you come forth. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. But as you live your life, you're always feeling like it's something more, something more to this than just that. Amen. You, you just feel like it's something more. That's because it's a spiritual component to you as well. You're not just flesh. <laughs> you have a spirit. Amen. Have you all ever heard this statement right here? <laughs> You might have made it yourself. I want it all. <laughs> Anybody ever heard that? <laughs> I want all of it. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. You know what you're really saying? You want heaven on earth. That's what we all want. We want, we want heaven on earth. <laughs> and that's the will of God. Amen. So when you want heaven on earth, you desire heaven to be on earth right now you ain't trying to wait till you get to heaven say amen to that i want it now i want all of it now when is faith right now faith is not waiting <laughs> amen it's now amen and that's god's will heaven on earth is the will of god when jesus was teaching his disciples how to pray in the lord's prayer what he was teaching he said Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth, how? As it is in heaven. He's saying the will of God will be done on earth just like it's done in heaven. So to have heaven on earth, what we all want is God's will. He wants it that way too. Amen. So now how can you have that? How can you have heaven on earth? Huh, that's, that's real important, say to God. How do you have heaven on earth? Oh, that's a good time right there. Thank you, Jesus. Well, you have to be born again. Amen. <laughs> Inviting Jesus to live in you and giving him your heart is to be born again, saints. And when you're born again and Jesus comes to live inside of you, your life changes. <laughs> I want to say drastically. <laughs> Amen. Because <laughs> he comes to dwell inside of you for a purpose. Amen. What's that? What's the purpose? Why does God want to dwell inside of all of us? Well, we, mo we know the main purpose. Jesus came here first was to die and pay that sin debt that we couldn't pay. We started killing all them animals trying to pay for, 
for sin that we couldn't stop doing. Still can't stop doing. Amen. So he came first to pay that sin debt. Amen. To get us out of bondage to sin. Amen. We were slaves to sin. Say amen to that. Huh? Before we invited Jesus to live inside of us, we were some slaves. And who likes slavery? Ain't nobody in here liking slavery. But that's what we were. We were slaves to sin. But let's look at another reason why Jesus came. I'm going to show it to you. I'm going to show it to you straight in, in the scriptures. Turn to John chapter 10 in your Bibles. Follow me with today. John chapter 10. Thank you, Jesus. Cammie, could you give me some tissue, please? Thank you so much. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We're looking at the reason Jesus came here. Amen. We know he came to die for our sins and get us off that sin debt. Amen. So that, that right there alone tells all of us we need Jesus. Why? Unless we're sinless. Anybody sinless? You haven't sinned? <laughs> no sin in your life? Okay, then we, you need Jesus. We all need Jesus. Amen. But it's another reason he came. We're going to look at it. Look at uh, John 10 and look at verse 6. It said, this parable spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things they were which he spake unto them. See, sometimes Jesus spoke to them in parables, and that's what he's getting ready to do right now. Amen. And they didn't understand. But listen to me, saints. Today we speak in plain English. You know, we're saying you must be born again. And some still don't understand. I'm not speaking in a parable. <laughs> I'm telling you outright, you got to be born again. Amen. Amen. Period. <laughs> some don't understand. They didn't understand him then. See, you were born of flesh, of the flesh. But now you got to be born of the spirit. Amen. <laughs> But many think, uh, you know, I can manage my own affairs better than God. God is all-knowing. And, and you know what the number one thing he knows? Why he sent you here. <laughs> you got to get with God to find out why you even here. Lord, why am I here? And then until you live that life that he sent you here to do, it's fake news. What you're doing is N-O-T-H-I-N-G. <laughs> Till you find out your purpose. Why, Lord, why did you send me here? What do you want me to do? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much, Cameron. Hallelujah, Lord. So, you know, as we speak plain English, men of God, to all who listen, and we tell them, you got to be born again. But they seem not to understand, just like in this parable it said, but they understood not what things they were, which he spake unto them. They didn't understand back then. Look at verse 7. Then said Jesus unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. <laughs> Jesus is our shepherd. Say amen to that. He's the door in which we go through to enter heaven. Huh? And it's only how many? One. <laughs> It's only one door. That's it. Amen. And Jesus is it. Amen. That's what he's saying here. I am the door of the sheep. Amen. He's the shepherd. Amen. When you allow Jesus to live in you, you have walked through the door of heaven. Say amen to that. When you invite him, Lord, I'm helpless without you. See, when you got to get real, real, really real with him. 
I'm helpless. I can't do this without you. Please come into my heart. Please show me why you put me here. Please, Lord. And then all these doors, after you open that one door, guess what happened? All the doors open up. You're walking like, Lord, I ain't never had this kind of favor. Amen. <laughs> everything I put my hands to, what the words say? I bless everything you put your hands to. Anything. <laughs> you put your hands to it, I'll bless it. He can't lie. He has to do it. Amen. <laughs> oh, Lord, please hear me. <laughs> Look at verse 8. It says, all that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. <laughs> See, what came before Jesus was fakes, false prophets, false gods. Amen. Anyone who comes before God's people and God didn't call them to do it are fakes. Amen. Please listen to me, saints of God. Huh? They're thieves and robbers. Amen. See, Jesus Christ is the one true source for the knowledge of God. Jesus. Amen. Because why? He's the word. Amen. He's the one and only way to God. Isn't that bold? Jesus said, I'm the way. He bold. <laughs> I am the way, the truth, and the light. No man comes to the Father but by me. Oh, that's bold. He just tell you. <laughs> he don't even play games with that. He's the one and only one way, saints. He's the living word. Say amen to that. And Jesus and the Father are one. Amen. Relationship set up in heaven. Father-son relationship. I want to show it off today. Amen. Look at verse 9. He says, I am the door again. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved. Listen to what he's saying now. I shall go in and out and find, and shall go in and out and find pasture. Pasture. So the only way to salvation is through Jesus, saints. In him you are saved. That's why again, Sister Zelda read the scripture where he say, be not. What are you going to be afraid of? Huh? She, she forever reading the correct scripture. Say, be not afraid. Huh? I'm with you. Huh? I'm the door. You already invited me and opened the door up, came through it. Amen. And this scripture saying, when you come through it, you're going to go in and out and find pasture. What is pasture? That's rest. Huh? See, in Christ, that's why Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. See, when you out there trying to figure it out on your own, that stuff is hard. Huh? And he, and he was, it's a hard not life for us. That's what you live in. Huh? When you try to keep figuring it out on your own, you're living a hard not life. Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Amen. <laughs> we want to go that easy way, saints of God. Hallelujah, Lord. It says you, go, you will find pasture. That's ceasing from your own works. See, when you find that pasture, then you're working with the Lord. You have ceased from doing things the way you normally do them. <laughs> Amen. In the flesh. That's what we always doing. Amen. <laughs> Remember, Jesus is speaking to him in a parable now. Amen. He's speaking to the Pharisees and the Jewish leaders, and they don't understand what he's talking about when he's saying things like, I'm the door. 
huh? You can go in and out. But you, I'm the door. You, if you can come through the door, they like what in the? They don't know what he's saying. And when we talk about Christ to unbelievers, it's the same way. They like what is he talking about? That's crazy, huh? Jesus is talking about, and that's what that's what they were that's what they were doing, huh? What does the first scripture say? This parable spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not. They don't get what he's saying. You're going to go in and out. I'm the door. Look at verse 10. It says, the thief cometh not but to, but to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and they, that they might have it more abundantly. That's the answer to our question. I said, Jesus came here to pay that sin debt for us, right? Get that sin up off of us. Because the wages of sin is what? It's death. Amen. So he had to pay that sin debt, right? But now he also says, I am come that they might have life. He came to give us some real life. Amen. And what kind of life? And that they may have it more. See, the life that you live in Christ is not ordinary life. What kind is it? It's abundant life. <laughs> oh, Lord, I love that. Everybody say amen to that. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. It's heaven on earth life. Say amen to that. Huh? That's the way he wanted to be. He wants it to be that way. Huh? He prayed it. He said, let me teach him how to pray. Amen. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth just like it is in heaven. That's what I want. <laughs> oh Lord, that's what I want too. Everybody raise their hand. Who want that? I want heaven on earth. I want it when. I want it now. <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. The will of God on earth is for us to live <laughs> and have life just like it is in heaven. See, the devil is a thief. His mission is to kill and steal and destroy saints. Jesus' mission is to bring everlasting life to everyone. Who will accept it? Say amen to that. Jesus is life. You got to accept it. See, Jesus is not rude like the devil. The devil will just bust into your life and, make, and, and, and run havoc. It'll be a mess. God is not, not going to bust into your life and make it heaven on earth. You have to invite him. Amen. Things have to be done decently and in order. So you have to say, Lord, I'm, I'm done trying to do this stuff on my own. I need you to come inside of me and dwell in me and show me exactly what I need to do. Woo, when you make that statement there. <laughs> Look at verse 11, saints of God. It says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. Everybody say amen to that. Huh? Jesus show enough talking to him in parables right now. They're like, what in the world is he talking about? Think about that. He's talking to the Pharisees and the, and, the, and the Jewish leaders. Talking about I'm the good shepherd, and the good shepherd give his life for the sheep. They like, what in who you think you are? Amen. They don't understand. <laughs> All those Pharisees and Jewish leaders, saints of God, they don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> they don't understand Jesus is about to give his life for the sins of the world. They don't get it. They don't know that. At least we know that. And we still act like we don't understand. We know that. We know Jesus gave his life for us to pay that sin debt. 
But they they like, we don't know what you're talking about. It's a parable. Here we are, 2,000 years later, still not understanding who Jesus is. <laughs> That's why we must be born again. Say amen to that, saints. We must receive Jesus Christ to have life more abundantly or everlasting life and begin to understand this word. See, without Christ in your, it, it, dwelling in you, you, you don't understand the word. You don't get it. It doesn't make sense to you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 12. It says, but he that is an hireling, now, at first it says, I am the good shepherd, and the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. So Jesus gave, gives his, gave his life for us. Amen. That's why we must be born again. We got to receive Jesus Christ to have life more abundantly. Then it says in verse 12, but he that is in hireling and not the shepherd, whose own, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming and leaveth the sheep and fleeth. And the wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. <laughs> now the scripture says, this scripture is saying, a hireling will flee the sheep when he see the wolf coming. <laughs> when trouble comes, the hireling will run away. Amen. <laughs> like Corona. Corona is trouble. Say amen to that. <laughs> corona is trouble. Amen. What is a hireling? That's what we need to know. Because Jesus is saying, but he that is a hireling. See, Jesus said, I'm the good shepherd. But he that's a hireling, when the wolf come, he'll run. Oh, Y'all better catch this revelation because it's about to get deep. <laughs> See, a hireling, saints of God, is a pastor that the church hired. Oh, come on, say amen to that. See, some churches hire the pastor. And I preached that one. Huh? <laughs> I was in Texas, and they asked me to preach, and that pastor told me, he said, man of God, them deacons be back there cursing and telling me what to do. I said, what? <laughs> huh? Well, they hired him. Amen. <laughs> they hired him. So it's like if you get a job, okay? If you get a job, you will go out and get a job. They hire you, guess what? You got to do what they tell you to do. They hired you. Amen. <laughs> and that's what this scripture is saying. Jesus is exposing them now. See, a bunch, and, and in my personal opinion, I think he's getting rid of the hirelings. Because right now is a real tough time to be in ministry. Amen. You got to be committed. Amen. It's got to be in your heart. The people's concerns have to be in your heart. Else you just don't want to do it. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> you got, see, he's getting rid of the real from the fakes. Amen. He got to clean up his church because why? We in the last days and when he comes back, what does he want a church in order without a spot or, or a blemish? That's what he's coming back for. So he got to clean it up. Amen. So the hireling, when he see the trouble come, I'm out of here. I'm done with this. Amen. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. I'm so glad I'm not a hireling. I just had to say that. Y'all didn't hire me. I could say whatever I want to say. Nope, nope, nope. That ain't right. I can say whatever God tell me to say. 
and I ain't worried about it. Amen. Because <laughs> I can't even say what I want to say. You know, but I say everything he tells me to say. I'm not a hireling. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. God called me, and I must be about his business. Oh, he made that so clear to me. You have to admonish the people, Rudy. What is that? I didn't even know what it was when he said it to me. Admonish them. Admonish them. Admonish the people means to teach them lovingly in love. <laughs> Amen. Correct them in love. Amen. <laughs> Don't be hard on them. You got to correct them and let them know you still love them. Amen. But show them the better way. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Today, saints of God, you got to be all in. Amen. He's, God is cleaning out hirelings. Shepherds who are not feeding the flock according to God's word and his will. Amen. Let, let, me, let me show, I'm going to show you exactly what that looks like in the scriptures. Because I don't, I, don't I don't want you to get it twisted. Turn real quick. We're going to come back to, uh, to this passage. But I want you to turn to Ezekiel 34. Keep your hand on John 10, though. Ezekiel 34. I want to show you what this looks like. Ezekiel 34 and verse 1. It says, And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, So the word of the Lord came to the prophet Ezekiel, God is telling him what to say. He's not a hireling. <laughs> Amen. The prophet Ezekiel is now about to tell the people what God is telling him to say. That's what he wants us all to do. Huh? Don't come up here and make nothing up. Say what I tell you to say. And I remember one time I did that. Pastor Brian went right before me. And he said, everything in my word. I said, wow, I got to change that. He said, everything I was going to say, they don't want to hear that again. Amen. I changed that word. Ooh, the Lord was so angry with me. In my early morning prayer the next day, he said, don't you ever change what I tell you to say. And you know what I did. I, David, quick. Lord, I'm sorry. I repented quick. He said, my word is established out of the mouth of two or three witnesses. And I got it. <laughs> I said, I don't care if somebody come before me and say everything I'm going to say. I'm still going to say what the Lord told me to say. Amen. I will never change it again. See, y'all getting it fresh. Rhema right from the horse. I'm not changing anything. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. So that's what this first scripture. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, look at verse 2. Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say unto them, thus saith the Lord God unto the shepherds. Woe be to the shepherds of Israel that do feed themselves. What did I say? Who they feeding? Themselves. Should not the shepherds feed the flocks? <laughs> Y'all better catch this revelation. The shepherd is up here to feed the flock. Not himself. Amen. See, that's why you can't be a hireling. See, if you're a hireling, you, you hired... Like a company, think about it. When a company hire you, and you got this job because you're trying to feed yourself and your family. That's not what this is. <laughs> you, I'm not here to feed. Well, everybody gonna take care of me and my family, and I'm here. No, <laughs> Amen. 
That's a higher lead. Huh? Then I got to start making y'all happy and saying what y'all want me to say. <laughs> Amen. I can't do that. I gave him my life. I gave him my heart. I sacrificed everything that I wanted to do. Amen. Amen. I had a whole nother plan. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. That's what the scripture is saying, saints of God. Hallelujah. Should not the shepherds feed the flocks? <laughs> Ministry is not like a business. Huh? It's a business, but it's not like a business. You know what I'm saying? Oh, y'all hear me. Please hear me, saints of God. He didn't call you to the ministry to take care of yourselves. And, I, and a few pastors are popping in my head right now that, that uh, a family member, I'm not going to name them because they're real close to me. But they was going to this ministry and they was coming and they was, you know, it was like they was life dependent on what, what the people was doing. That's a hireling. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. See, so many people are leaving ministry right now, saints of God, because they weren't called by God to preach. Amen. You have to be committed today. And he's separating the wheat from the tares. <laughs> huh? He said, let them grow up together. He let them all come up together. Then he's going to come and separate them. Amen. See, when the, when the wolf comes, the world's problem come, and they are here. They out of here. I'm gone. I'm done with this business. Huh? Newsflash. It never was a business for you. <laughs> it's God's business. Say amen to that. It's not your business. Your business is to feed God's flock. That's what your business is. Now go down to verse 9. Let's look at this, saints of God. So we're Ezekiel 34. Look at verse 9. It says, Therefore, O ye shepherds, Hear the word of the Lord. Okay, so now the prophet Ezekiel was about to give the shepherds the word of the Lord. The Lord was giving the word to Ezekiel to give to them. Okay, so now it says, therefore, O you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. Ezekiel was about to give them that word that the Lord gave them. Thus saith the Lord God, behold, <laughs> Lord have mercy, I am against the shepherds, and I will require my flock at their hand. And cause them to cease from feeding the flock. Neither shall the shepherds feed themselves anymore. For I will deliver my flock from their mouth. That they may not be meat for them. Oh Lord. God is saying Ezekiel. Let the shepherds know. They will not be feeding themselves. Using my people anymore. Oh y'all looking at that today. Y'all looking at that today. <laughs> I, I really believe that's what's going on today. It's a cleansing of God's church to prepare Christ for his coming. Yeah. We're in the last days. Amen. Remember Jesus said, I am coming back for a church without a spot or wrinkle. He has got to get the highlands out of here. Yeah. Amen. He has to do that. Okay, let's go back to John chapter 10. Look at verse 13. I just wanted to show you that in the scriptures, what, how the Lord is doing it. Amen. I wanted you to see it. Okay, John chapter 10, verse 13 says, The hireling fleeth because he is an hireling and careth not for the sheep. <laughs> he don't care for the sheep. He was hired. 
Y'all got that in your spirit. 14. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and I am known of mine. Jesus is saying, I'm the good shepherd. Here we go. He's confirming his own word. I know my sheep and they know me. Look at verse 15. As the father knoweth me, even so know I the father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. I know they was back there like, what the world is he talking about? It was a parable. But the father and son relationship is so powerful. It's a oneness, saints of God. Jesus is speaking to them in a parable and letting them know he will lay down his life for the sheep. See, a good shepherd will lay down his life for the sheep. Huh? Change all them plans you got. Rudy, but Lord, I'm retired. Change all them plans that you got. This is what I need you to do. Are you, do you want to serve me? Yes, Lord. You want to be the apple of my less? Yes, Lord. Then you got to be last of all and serving of all. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Jesus laid down his life for us, saints of God. And many men of God lay down their life to serve him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. It's not about us coming in here so you can feed us. Amen. We're not hirelings. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And they don't know what, they don't understand. It's like a parable to them. It's a mystery. <laughs> it's so awesome, saints, but a mystery that many don't understand. You know, being born again, oneness with the Father. Amen. And I, I want to show you that again in another passage. Because, again, how does, how, does the script, how does the scriptures, how does God confirm his word? With more word. See, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses. Turn to Colossians real quick. I want to show you this piece. You know what? It just hit me. We did not have our testimony Sunday. Okay, after this, after this, if you have a testimony, please, because uh, I got one, please uh, prepare your testimony, okay? Because I don't want to leave anything out. You all at Colossians chapter 1, look at verse 23. It says, if ye continue in the faith, grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which ye have heard, and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven, whereof I, Paul, am made a minister. This is setting us up. See, true Christians, they persevere. Me and Elder Deutsch talked about that. That's the, that's the word of the year. Persevere. Amen. True Christians persevere. We continue. That's what the scripture is saying. Our faith is grounded and is settled. Amen. We remain loyal to Christ. That's what the scripture is saying. If you continue in the faith grounded and settled, we are diligent. Amen. Y'all need to be saying amen to that. Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 24. Who now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up that which is behind of the afflictions of Christ in my flesh for his body's sake, which is the church. See, Paul's motivation for enduring suffering was to benefit and build Christ's church. Huh? He's not a hireling. His motivation is not to come in here so he can get his money so he can eat and pay his bills. Okay, I'm going to read it to you again. Who now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up that which is behind of all of the afflictions of Christ in my flesh for his body's sake, which is the church. Amen. 
The body of Christ is the church. Amen. His motivation is to build it. Amen. Look at verse 25. Whereof I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. <laughs> Paul was called by God for the people to fulfill the word of God. Everybody say amen to that. And that's the same formula for every minister who's called by God. Amen. <laughs> we want to fulfill that, the word of God, the work of the ministry. Amen. This, they use this word according to the dispensation. Dispensation means stewardship. And a steward is a servant, saints of God, that manages his master's house. That's what we're doing. Amen. Look at verse 26. Even the mystery which hath been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints. That's what I'm about to tell you all was hid from the ages and generations. Amen. That's why when Jesus was talking to those Pharisees and those Jewish leaders, they didn't understand because it was a parable. It was a mystery. Amen. They looking right at him, but they ain't got a clue on what he's talking about. Amen. <laughs> they, they was not born again. They were into the law. Huh? The letter of the law. The Pharisees was into the they was working their way to heaven. But Jesus he wasn't in the Pharisees. Why? Because he knew they were all hypocrites because you can't work yourself to heaven. Amen. You can't be that good. You needed him. And he was there to let them know that. And they looking at him like, what in the world? We, we, we good enough to, to we know that Moses left us. I mean, uh, yeah, Moses brought us a law, you know, and we following the law. And Jesus said, no, nah, I'm not following that law. Because if you break one of them laws, how many of you broke saints? All of them. Amen. You need me. I'm the door. I'm the way he was telling them that. Amen. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Hallelujah, Lord. Let me read that verse again. It says, even the mystery which have been hid from ages and from generations. I'm about to tell you the mystery that's been hid from ages and from generations. But now is made manifest to his saints. We know this mystery. And I'm about to tell it to you. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 27. It says, to whom God would make known what is the richest of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is, what's the mystery? Christ in you, the hope of glory, the born again experience. That was a mystery. That's why they didn't understand it. He was trying to tell them, I'm the door. You got to come through me. You know, the law that Moses gave you, that was a schoolmaster, that was a teacher. But I'm the door. We don't know what you're talking about. Matter of fact, we're going to crucify you first chance we get. Talking crazy like that to us. That's how they felt. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. But that's the mystery, saints. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen. <clears throat> Born again is Christ living inside of you. The living word living inside of you. That's the hope of glory. See, Christ is the guarantee to each believer of the future glory. He's our guarantee. Amen. <laughs> they, they didn't have no guarantees in the day. Amen. They was trying to do the law, which they couldn't do. Amen. We have a guarantee, and that's Christ. Amen. It's a guarantee in him. That's why you must be born again, because it's a guarantee of a future glory. Look at verse 28. Whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. 
See, when you receive Christ, you are made perfect. Presented to the Father perfect in Christ Jesus. Remember I told you, when you, if you stand before the Lord, don't talk about you. You talk about Jesus. That's all you talk about. Huh? Why? Because when he looks at him, he makes you look perfect. That's the only way you're going to look. Lord, I did this. Jesus, Lord, thank, oh, Lord Jesus, thank you for what you, that's all you want to talk about. Amen? Because he makes us perfect. Oh, Lord, have mercy. He presents us to the Father perfect. Say amen to that. Amen. Huh? When, when he steps with you to the Father, all them sins that you did, he died for them. Huh? And if, and if, and if he brings something up, because we know we have an accuser, right? And the devil's going to be like, but look, but you now you know, I had him do da, da, da. And he's going to say all that stuff you did. Don't get scared. Because Jesus is going to step right up. And you know what he's going to say? But I died for him. <laughs> but I died for him. He can't say nothing to that. He's ignorant. He's going to try. But he can't say nothing to that. I died for him. Amen. <laughs> he's perfect in me. Where's our perfection? In Christ. Not in ourselves. None of us are perfect. Amen. But we are in Christ. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. <laughs> we got to be born again, saints of God. Amen. Yeah. To fulfill the mystery. What's the mystery? Christ living in you. You invite him to come. In. See, oh, I got to give you all this one. Let me give you this powerful revelation. Because I, I get so mad at Adam. Because all Adam had to do was what? One thing. <laughs> he is in the garden full of everything that he wants, anything and everything. And God said to him, <laughs> not to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That's the only thing he couldn't do. How many things? He only had to do one thing. And he couldn't do it. <laughs> but see, God is just and fair, isn't he? Huh? He died for us. How much more just and fair are you going to get for that? He's just and fair. So what would he have us to do today? One thing. You only got to do one thing. What's the one thing? Receive Christ. That's all you got to do. You ain't got, well, I got to do, do this whole Bible. The devil was a liar. He's telling you that. Oh, you know you're a hypocrite. You, you ain't ready for Christ. You can't do none of that stuff in there. And you can't. But when Christ come and dwell inside of you, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Say amen to that. That's how it works, saints of God. Amen. I just gave you the formula. Ahmad, you ain't got to do a whole bunch of things, son. You just got to do one thing. That's it. <laughs> this thing is easy. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. This thing is easy. Huh? We make it hard, but it's really simple. Just one thing. Amen. That's all you got to do. Oh, y'all want a bonus? What time is it? We ready to go to Florida. <laughs> I want more Jesus. Say amen to that. Hey, y'all want a bonus? Huh? Y'all want a bonus? I know when our job be talking them bonuses, I be like, quick, yes! <laughs> Send me a bonus to get me out of town. Amen. I want a bonus. I'm going to give you all this bonus real quick. Then we're going to hear some testimonies. We're going to be out of here. Amen. But we must be born again to fulfill the mystery.
And the mystery is Christ living inside of you. That is a mystery. They don't understand it. Nobody understands that. Amen. <laughs> because Satan and the world and your flesh are so selfish by nature. It's hard for you to understand spiritual things. Amen. <laughs> In order to understand the kingdom of God, you have to be born again. Did y'all hear me? Huh? Let me say it again. In order to understand the kingdom of God, you must be born again. Okay? Or else you're going to be, Jesus is going to be speaking. The word is going to be going forth. You ain't going to know what he's talking about. When you're born again, this word is written for Christians, for his own people. Amen? And once you receive him, now the book comes alive to you. You understand it now. At first, it was a mystery. You sitting there like them, them Jewish leaders and, and the Pharisees. What in the, what kind of parable is this? The good shepherd give his life for the sheep. What in the world is he talking about? Nobody died for no sheep. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Okay, here go the bonus. Let's, get, let's, let's wrap it up. Turn in your Bible to John chapter 3. This is a bonus for you all. Because I'm going out of town, so this is going to hold you all for a minute. Amen. I'm going to give you something to hold you till I get back. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you again for the vacation, too. I really do, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I, I couldn't move there. I know I had a plan to move there once upon a time. But the Lord let me go there on vacation. I'm good with that. Amen. <laughs> I'm good with that. Y'all in John chapter 3, look at verse 1. It says... There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. Amen. So here we got this man. Oh, go back to verse one. Uh, I'm on. Thank you, Jesus. We got this man, Nicodemus, right here, who was a ruler of the Jews, and he was a Pharisee. Amen. The, the Greek word for Nicodemus, you know what it means? Victor over the people. That's what Nicodemus means. Amen. And he was also a Pharisee. That's a Hebrew word meaning to separate. See, the Pharisees really separated. They, they had themselves on a pedestal because they knew the word. Oh, they knew the word backwards, forwards, and sideways. Huh? Till it stood right in front of them talking to them. They didn't understand that word, the living word. But they knew the written word. But the Bible says the letter killeth, but the spirit giveth life. Huh? They knew the letter of the word and it was killing them because they couldn't do it. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Pharisees were highly zealous for rituals and religious purity according to the Mosaic law, according to what Moses gave them. Amen. Pharisees were into keeping the law as well as their own traditions. That's what they did. Amen. That they added to the word. Look at verse two. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. So Nicodemus knew that Jesus was a teacher straight from God. How did he know? Because of the miracles. He said, can't nobody do that unless God is with him. Amen. Now, this was a learned man. The Pharisees were learned in the scriptures. Do you hear me? He's saying, look, look, Jesus, you special. I know it. Now, the mother Pharisees might not. They might, 
Not know, but I know it. And, and you know, how do, how do I know he, he feels that way? Because look at the scripture, saying to God. It says, the same came to Jesus. How? He didn't want everybody to see. So he snuck to Jesus by night to talk to him. Y'all catch that revelation. He came sneaking to Jesus saying, I know you are bad, man. I know, it's, I know God is with you. Huh? I don't care what that mother Pharisee said. I don't care. I know he's with you. That's what he's saying. Look at verse 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, that means for sure. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. That's what I've been telling you all day. Amen. I want you to get it from the horse's mouth. Let me, let me tell you what Jesus said. Jesus answered and said unto him. Who he talking to? The Pharisee, the ruler of the Jews. One of the rulers, right? That's what it said Nicodemus was. A ruler of the Jews. That's who Jesus is talking to right now. A ruler. Huh? Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Because Nicodemus snuck to him by night. He wanted to know. Tell me what's going on with you. I know God is with you. I know you are also called a rabbi. I know you're a great teacher. And I know God is with you. I'm going to sneak in here and see. I want everybody to know I'm associating with you. But you got to tell me what's going on. And Jesus is so perceptive. He took, look what the words he gave him. Jesus answered him. He could have answered him with anything. He told him, unless you're born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Period. Amen. Amen. <laughs> That's our confirmation straight from the horse's mouth. Look at verse 4. Nicodemus said unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? It's a mystery, saints of God. It's a parable. Amen. <laughs> he doesn't understand. Nicodemus, a ruler, he don't understand what Jesus is talking about. What are you talking about? <laughs> Just like many don't understand today. When I tell them some stuff like, you got to receive Christ. What are you talking about? I got to receive Christ. That's right. If you want to, look, understand the word of God. <laughs> he said, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? <laughs> he don't get it, saints of God. In the verse before that, Jesus told him, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. You can't see the kingdom of God unless you're born again. Say amen to that. Amen. The, the, all this, see this right here? All this word that God left us, you will not see it unless you are born again. Amen. amen. Once you receive Christ into your heart, you do that. One thing, then this will make sense to you. Now it will open up. And not only will it make sense, it'll make faith and it will work in your life. It cannot not work. Amen. Because God said it. Let there be light. What happened? It was light. Let the water be separated from the land. And what happened? Everything he said happens. And the same with this. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 5. Jesus answered, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water, I explain that, and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now, the first time he said, except a man be born again, he can't even see the kingdom. But this time he said, except a man be born of water and of spirit, 
he can't enter into the kingdom of God. So you can't see it, nor can you enter it unless you're born again. <laughs> Say amen to that, saints. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse 6. That which is born of the flesh is what, saints? It's flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. See, either the flesh or the spirit will lead you in your life. Huh? You can't serve both masters. That's what the Bible says. How do I know that? Because God said it. He said, you cannot serve two masters. Your flesh is not in tune with God, saints of God. It's consumed by lust of the things of this world. All of our flesh is. Amen. But when you're born of the spirit or born again, you crucify the flesh. Amen. It no longer leads you around. Amen. You don't live to please it anymore because you can't please it. It's insatiable. Your flesh, my flesh, all of our flesh is insatiable. The more we give it, guess what? The more it wants. It's never pleased. It's never satisfied. Matter of fact, Jesus said, what did Jesus say about the flesh? He said, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Please hear me. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, Lord, thank you. That which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of spirit is spirit, saints. When we're born of the spirit, we're born again, saints of God. And the fruit of the spirit is goodness and righteousness and truth. And our desires when you become born of the spirit is to please God. Amen. Say amen to that. Look at verse 7. Marvel not that I said unto thee, you must be born again. Huh? Look at, and then he explains that to me. He said, don't, don't marvel that you got to be born again, that I say that to you. Amen. Look at the verse 8. It says, the wind bloweth where it listeneth. And thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whether it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. He compares it to the wind. Amen. Being born of the Spirit is like the wind. You can't explain it. Amen. You, 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 you can't see it, but you know it is working. Amen. How do you know? Can you, can you look out there and see the wind? No, but you can see them trees moving. Huh? You can't see it. Huh? But the trees are moving. Huh? Little things are going on. Paper blowing around. Because the wind is out there. You can't see. That's how the spirit works. God is a spirit. You can't see him. See, it's the unseen controlling the seen. Say amen to that. That's what it is. See, the spirit of God is now, once you invite it to live in you, it's controlling you. Amen. And, it's, and it, it, it only wants happiness and peace and joy and long stuff. And it's, and it's a hedge around you that's protecting you. Amen. And it's leading you into all truth. There's a lot of stuff going on. You can't even see it. Just like you can't see the wind. That's what the scripture said. The wind blow up where it listens. And thou hearest the sound thereof. You can hear it, but canst not tell whence it comes. But you can't see it. You can hear this word. Huh? But the spirit of the word, you cannot see it because God is a spirit. Amen. But you can see him working in people. Huh? Just like you can see him moving them trees. You look at something, you say, oh, Lord, God is really blessed. You can see it. <laughs> oh, come on, saints of God. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Look at verse 9. Nicodemus answered and said unto him, how can these things be? He just can't understand it. 
how in the world are you going to tell me some stuff about you got to be born again? You must be. Jesus didn't say, well, you, you can, maybe you can go get born again. He said, you got to be born again if you want to see the kingdom and if you want to enter it. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> how can these things be? Look at verse 10. Jesus answered and said unto him, art thou a master of Israel and knoweth not these things? Huh? He said, you a master of Israel. You are the leader of the Jews and you don't know what I'm telling you right now. He's shocked. Jesus like. <laughs> then he tells him this. Look at verse 11. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, we speak that we do know and testify that we have seen and you receive not our witness. Jesus is saying, I'm telling you some things that I've seen and I know. You ain't receiving that. Amen. You, you don't receive that witness. Look, look, at, and then look what he tells him in verse 12. If I have told you earthly things and you believe not, how shall you believe if I tell you a heavenly thing of heavenly things? Saints of God, the essence of the message is you must be born again. Amen. If you want to understand, and you ain't got but one thing to do. Just like Adam. See, God is just, he's fair. Huh? He only had him to do one thing. Just don't eat from that tree over there, Adam. See that tree? It's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It's going to mess up the, everything, the whole world. Don't eat from that. He only had one thing. And we dump on him. We all dump on him. Don't we mad at him, ain't we? But today we got one thing and we don't want to do it. It's a whole dying world out there that don't want to hear this, what I'm talking about right now. If I talk about this, they just like them Pharisees and them Jewish leaders. What in the world is he talking about? I got to go to the store. I got to go and do this, this, that, and that. They're not interested in this. Huh? And I'm giving them the words to eternal life, forever life. They want that temporary life. What, 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 what are we doing here right now? That's it. That's all. It's over. Amen. No guarantees. I got guarantees. This has to happen. Amen. Saints of God, you must be born again so you can lead spiritually lives in, in the Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, I pray that everyone here under the sound of my voice is born again. If you're not born again, receive Christ into your heart. Invite him in. I can't do that for you. You have to do that for yourself. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you. Let's all invite him in right now. How about that, saints? <laughs> Just raise your hands to the Father. Father, we know that without you, we are helpless. So we're asking you right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you come and dwell on the, on the throne of our heart, Lord. Take control of it, Lord. Show us the things that we should be doing, Lord. You created us. You know what you sent us here for. And we ask that that thing that you prepared for us before the foundation of the world that only we can do, that you strengthen us to do it, Lord, that you give us revelation knowledge to see it, Lord, and that we know, Father, your word says when we put our hands to every, you will open up every door to get that job done. So we thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Live, dwell, have your being inside of us. The mystery, Lord. Oh, and I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. If you, if you prayed that prayer and invited the Lord in and you really believe it, 
he's going to dwell with you and start to speak to you and you will hear him clearly. And you're going to begin to desire to want to read this word because it's going to make sense to you. As he show you each and every day, as he'll lead you through his word, he'll give you some guarantees as to what he's going to do for you that day. Amen? Amen. That's a beautiful thing. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah to you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus.